0: welcome sports fans to the matt mosley show on espn central texas the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Buy It Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLibs Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Ah, oh, is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas, and got a big one planned for you. In fact, the legend himself, Eric Nadell, is going to hop on with us, voice of the Rangers, and um, he'll be talking a little bit of World Series with us. I've got a variety of uh, a variety of things to bring up with uh, Mr. Nadell. In fact, uh, the new hiring of a manager. Or the Rangers might come up, so have all your questions ready if you want to weigh in, Aaron. You saw one particular story came out in the uh, Metroplex today. I saw you weighing in, giving me a hard time, and I thought, you know, <laughs> the guy, people who see this is not going to know what he's doing, as, as you're blaming me for the uh, demise. demise of a radio station, and I, uh, I, it was really, uh, uh, you know, Alex Kelly from. Uh, the uh, Dallas, uh, well, the uh, Observer, and uh, it's, it's, you know, actually D Magazine. Sorry, I was looking at something. Um, but uh, D Mag uh, wrote the story. and That's a very popular magazine slash website in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. <clears throat> and Alex had been asked, and it was actually his pitch. He had uh, decided to work on this story several months ago. And Aaron, it brought up all sorts of memories. And basically, the story was, "Hey, one hundred three point three FM ESPN in Dallas used to be a great, used to be a great uh, station." Of course, Galloway and I, Randy Galloway, was an iconic guy, and he was my co-host. And the two of us did that together for, oh my gosh, like seven years. And then I brought Tim Calloway on and did another three years. But back in two thousand thirteen, ESPN owned us. And they sold us, well, they didn't, it was a it was an LMA, which is like a uh, agreement that somebody else leases the station from ESPN. Well, that turned out to be cumulus. <clears throat> Those are the same people who own the ticket in Dallas. very famous sports radio station. So suddenly, I was doing a show every afternoon and then across the hall was our longtime competitors, and we were being coached by the same person. It would be like two teams in a division or whatever, like in the Big 12, coached by the same, like Aranda just coached two of them. Okay, I, I, Aranda's now going to coach Oklahoma State and Baylor. That's about what it was like. The pro- program director would, if we had good ratings, he'd be happy with us, then he would walk out and then rip into his guys because we had, had good ratings. Uh, and it was a crazy situation, and it uh, ended up years later to where the station doesn't even exist anymore. A year or so ago, it's now a religious station. Uh, And Alex from D Magazine, he's also a teacher, and, and I think he pitched the idea. He's a writer and, and uh, <clears throat> maybe a journalism teacher, or no, an English teacher, I believe, uh at the the high school level but a really good writer really talented guy and Aaron he had to stay after this thing forever for some reason somebody over there at that publication was worried oh my gosh we're saying bad I mean I I don't know exactly what happened but he stayed after it and the editors over there there was an editor named Mike and they kind of stayed after it and they finally got the story published and um I was in there. Aaron, I was not in there as much as I would have liked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was nice, and, um, and and we had a good run at that place. Ben and Skin uh, also had a show on the station. Now, Aaron, did you, in reading that, you would have thought Ben and Skin had, like, the greatest ratings ever at 103.3. That was not the case. I mean, they were great friends of ours, but it was just like, it was kind of like, oh, man, Ben and Skin left and, and the whole place. Well, they undercut all of us, and um, and uh, Ben Skinn were great friends though, and we had a really good thing going. And Alex, the guy who wrote it, grew up listening to all of us, and so he ends up writing a story. Now, Aaron, the part of the story that you read—if you read that story—you read a quote from me, and it was true. I would be going on the station, and this uh, the person who operated the station, the GM, was was angry with me. Because my agent had gone straight to the people who own the company in Atlanta, Cumulus Radio, to do my deal. Well, Aaron, who would you, if you're negotiating, who would you go to? Well, you go to the people who are going to pay you the most money, <laughs> right? Right. It, but, boy, that, oh, he didn't like that. We went, We went to corporate to get my deal done. So he's always, he started off mad at me, okay? I was there three years under them. And I would be getting ready to go on the air, and I'd be walking down there. And he would, uh, he would pull me in his office and say, hey, Matt, we're, we're paying you too much money. Uh, I mean, this is how what he'd be saying to me right before I'd go on the air. Uh, and, and so the, at some point, Aaron, you know, I just started avoiding the guy at all costs. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk to this guy. I mean, like, I'm literally walking on to do a three-hour radio show in a major market, and he's telling me, you know, that I'm making too much money <laughs> because he didn't get to do the deal. And basically, what he's saying is, I would have lowballed you. Well, that's why we didn't go to him in the first place. So at some point, he calls my agent at the time, Craig Finnick, and complains. He said, "Uh, uh, Mosley's not making eye contact with me in the halls. (laughs) Literally, I mean, it's like a scene out of the office or something. Complaining to my agent that I'm not making eye contact with him. Why do you think I'm not making eye contact with you? So it was um, it was kind of funny to go back and revisit all of that. And to this day, I I uh, I'll see people in the Metroplex or whatever. Some people in Central Texas used to listen to me in the Metroplex. What are you doing mostly? I'm like just turn on the radio in Central Texas. You'll hear. But it's um uh, it was a uh, it was a tough ending because they put us in the hands of these people who didn't care about the station. And um, anyway, this story, honestly, was going to get buried, and somebody over at D Magazine didn't really want this thing published. And they can say they were afraid of getting sued or something, but the bottom line is somebody over there was scared of the ticket, because the ticket is powerful, and Dan Bennett's powerful, and D Magazine had written, at some point, Something about him, calling him like one of the Dallas's top executives. You know, there's some kind of publication they do where you can pay your way in. You could pay for uh, to be listed as a top whatever this or that, and he got one of those special treatment kind of deals. So I think somebody over there was probably worried about Dan Bennett. But to the credit of the writer, uh, my man Alex and and Mike over there. Uh, they just stayed after it and said, "Hey, by hook or by crook, we're going to get this thing published." So, um, thank you for pressing the issue. And today, Aaron, I believe, uh, I believe the uh, the author of that story might be listening to us from Denver. So shout out to him. Uh, kind of a fun deal. I told him how to get on the app. Aaron, let's just hope our streaming. Is there, you think our streaming's out there working today? I hope it is, because we have a lot of people who listen to us across the country. Aaron, are you, isn't it always amazing to see on the, uh, on the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line, like where all the people are listening from? Like a lot of it, of course, is Waco and, and um, all our surrounding areas, Belton and Temple. But we, we have people that text us from really all over the country. Do we ever get any internationals, Aaron? Can you remember? Do we do we have an international audience? I have to believe that we do, I've, but I I don't know if they I don't know if somebody from England is going to text us.
2: See, that's I I remember one, and I can't remember where in Europe it was from. Oh, okay, I think it may have been England, but yeah, I mean we we get people from on the text line from Colorado, California. It's mm-hmm. really cool.
1: Sound off if you're out of state right now. Of course, we'll have people with two five four area codes saying they're in, you know, in Mexico City or whatever. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty is our CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, sound off, sound off if you are uh, if you are out there. Uh, we'd like to uh, hear from you. Oh, well, there's our there's our man Alex is checking in with me right now. I hope I didn't get him in trouble uh, by. Uh, mentioning but i just was admired him for continuing to fight the thing a little bit and i i laugh because i can read the story and know who he talked to and i know all these characters and i know who was saying what and the greatest salesman of all is my old buddy ben rogers who is now on one the eagle so i was pretty sure ben but I, i'll say this alex was great to me in the article and off the uh, you know, off the air uh, or out of the print. So we had a good time visiting, and so it's fun. And now I hope Alex will listen to the program on a uh, on a daily basis. In fact, in, in case as long as he's not mad at me for saying something about DMAG. But boy, he and Mike, way to go, way to go, guys. They got the thing done. All right, Aaron. Uh, we do have Eric Nadell coming up. Aaron, do you? my thoughts on a combined world series uh no hitter it's a it's a weird deal it's it's fun it's fun to think about it's fun to look at all the numbers it's just it, you know the the guy went out there and pitched i mean i that 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 effort the the first 6 innings of that game uh, uh christian aviere i mean that's amazing stuff and now he He's got that kind of stuff. I mean, there have been moments he's taken some – I think he's pitched late in the games before where he's maybe had a no-hitter going. So he can do it. You know, back in the olden days, Aaron, there's no way, if you're like after six innings or whatever, and you've thrown 90 pitches, you just let them keep rolling. You let them have a shot at that thing. Not not at this time, though. They just handle uh, relievers so differently, and you (laughs) had like – I think, was it Presley that came in at the end? He's a Dallas-Fort Worth product. He's from out, uh, I think he's from Flower Mound, Texas. And uh, and he got that thing closed out. But uh, what an amazing deal. And Don Larson no longer owns the only no-hitter in World Series history. The Astros combine to no-hit the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 4. I mean, that is just, and it was a seat. The effort, I want to give everybody their credit. Brian Brian uh, Abreu, uh, Rafael Montero, Aaron, you remember him? He was with the Rangers for a little bit. And Ryan Presley finished it off. Uh, The only two base runners in the game, the Phillies had Bryce Harper and Brandon Marsh. All right, we uh, are going to catch up with our own baseball historian and great friend, Eric Nadell. Voice of the Texas Rangers joins us next.
3: Recently on Game Time, we say good morning to Josh Neighbors. Uh, yeah, let's just say Georgia's 12-1, and one, and
4: Alabama's 12-1, and one, and Clemson's perfect, and Ohio State's perfect. Is PC getting in over Alabama or, or one-loss Georgia? They're setting the standard right now that they're saying, well, you know, because you've played some close games and we like the logos, there's a lot of football left to play. But there's definitely a world like to see an under the Power 5 team being kept out. Yeah,
3: 100% I can see it. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, This is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
6: 80, The source
3: for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
5: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
2: Run, don't
6: walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com.
4: BP services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services with electricity's
0: on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority.
3: ESPN Radio Sports
7: Center. I'm Warren White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Astros use a combined no-hitter to blank the Phillies five to nothing. Game five of the World Series tonight in Philly, with the series tied at two. First pitch at seven thirty. Dallas Mavericks beat Utah last night 103-100. Stars back on the ice tonight at Arizona. Puck drops at 9 o'clock. College football tonight, UTEP at Rice and App State at Coastal Carolina. Thursday night football has the Eagles at the Texans kick at 7:15 on Prime. Vader Women's Basketball Exhibition tonight at the Farrell Center hosting Southwest Baptist. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Temple Wildcats final regular season game tonight, hosting Coppers Cove at Wildcat Stadium, pregame at 6 30 on Fox Sports Central Texas.
3: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Watch Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Joined now uh, by Eric Nadell, and uh, Eric, I I uh, saw that last night, and I you know, I just thought, man, who could put this in like the historical perspective, and and uh, I thought immediately of you, the combined World Series no hitter. I I had a hard time sort of knowing even how to internalize that or or uh, or process that because it's just. You know, we think of Don Larson. The name is just etched in everybody's brain. And then you have got a team that goes out there and combines for one. Was that uh, what were what were your feelings as that thing got down to the end? It's a whole different emotion, isn't it, from a single player getting a no hitter, a single pitcher?
8: Yeah, it is, Mo. And that's the big thing for me. These combined no hitters now are coming so often that. I almost don't pay any attention to them. And, you know, the fact that it happened in the world series obviously gives it much greater import, but I don't know. Somehow to me, it's just not that big a deal when the starting pitcher only goes six innings. And then they bring in three guys throwing a hundred miles an hour to pitch an inning each, you know, the whole world has (laughs) changed in (laughs) terms of how pitchers are used. And, I just, I honestly, I don't get that excited about it.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it is funny, though, to imagine a team, what, five home runs, and <laughs> turn around and don't get a hit in a game. Uh, in that kind of raucous atmosphere with everything that was going, I don't think that's ever happened, by the way. A team that hit no, five crazy. or more home runs has never turned around and been no hit in, in baseball history.
8: Yeah, um who knows? But the thing is, in in the World Series, swings like that happen. And I remember the first World Series that I really remember well as a kid is the 1960 World Series, which ended with, you know, arguably the most famous home run uh, in baseball history. Uh, that was Bill Mazeroski hitting a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Phillies the World Series title four games to 3 over the Yankees with a 10-9 win in a game that swung back and forth several lead changes and that whole World Series was insane. The Yankees lost the World Series despite the fact that they outscored the Pirates by an enormous margin. The three Yankee wins were by scores of 10 to nothing, 16 to 3 and 10 to 1. All four of their losses were close <laughs> low scoring games, except for that last one, which was a close high scoring game. Um and that's really what I thought of as the game was going on last night in terms of the swing from one day to another, because that's what was happening in that first World Series that I watched from start to finish, you know, when I was nine years old in nineteen sixty. And, you know, you can go back that far to see that sort of crazy stuff happening. But five home runs followed by a no-hitter, that's, that's pretty special.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. Eric Nadell joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, Javier started one of these combined no hitters just like June 25th, so it hadn't been hadn't been that long ago to support your kind of ho hum uh, at this. And you're right, since it happened at this level, it becomes well, everybody pays attention. Um, what it uh, walk me through Christian Javier though his his start. He goes 97 pitches. And I'm reading where his fastball has become maybe the most dominant pitch of the postseason. What, was, um, what, what has been your kind of take? Because obviously you get to see, especially you're very familiar with these Astros as many times as they as they face the Rangers. What has been your impression of, uh, of, of watching Javier?
8: Well, I remember when he first came up and I got a scouting report on him from Steve Sparks, the Astros radio announcer. And he said, you're not going to believe this guy. He throws this pitch that his teammates call the invisible. You know, and we're <laughs> laughing, you know, we've heard of the gyro ball and all these crazy things, <laughs> the invisible. said, so what is that? He says it's a fastball that appears to be just average in its velocity, but nobody can hit it. And, you know, it's a combination of his release point, spin rate, and something that we came to know as vertical approach angle. And that's the thing that apparently makes this fastball so special, and we hear it a lot now when we hear um, hitters and hitting coaches talk about opposing pitchers. The vertical approach angle, the fact that the ball is not going down the way that gravity brings a ball down, the way it does – on most people's fastballs for some reason this guy's fastball is able to stay up he throws from a lower angle it's coming in at a completely different angle from other pitchers fastballs and the rangers have seen it now for the last three or four years they can't hit this guy Um, his er career era against the rangers is about two and he's had a lot of outings against texas you know normally the more you see a guy the more opportunity you have to catch on to what he's doing and hit him the rangers have been totally baffled by this guy the yankees have and you know now here he is you know on the biggest stage in the world going through the whole postseason without giving up a run (laughs) and it's not like he throws 100 miles an hour you know or has the greatest wipeout slider or from Valdez's curveball he just has a fastball that, for some reason, hitters don't see. They, they used to use the phrase sneaky fast when I started doing this job 40-some-odd years ago. And the yeah. hitters didn't know what that meant. All, but they don't know why a guy was sneaky fast. They just know that he was throwing 90 miles an hour, but it seemed to them like it was 100. And they didn't exactly know why. Now we have a much better idea of why because of spin rates and approach angles and things like that. But it's still, it's just an amazing gift when there's a guy who, who has that that special pitch.
1: Yeah, it is. It's wild to see. Uh, what about a pitcher like uh, Justin Verlander? Uh, Verla- I mean, I, it's just amazing some of these pitchers that are so great that, that struggle in the postseason or especially, and part of it is some guys get more opportunities than others in the world, in the World Series. Kershaw was a guy that for years it was like, well, the guy just can't pitch in the postseason. What do you make of that as a as a longtime broadcaster when a player is that great and has achieved such greatness, but for whatever reason, at this, the highest level of the postseason, can't seem to get it done?
8: Yeah, it's tough to explain, Moe, and, you know, I go back to, you know, the Brooklyn Dodgers, you know, the team of my youth and, you know, some of their great pitchers who had problems in the World Series. Part of it is you're facing great hitters. You know, obviously the teams that get to the World Series Mm -hmm. that get to the postseason uh, are are stacked with good hitters. If you make mistakes, you're going to get punished. You know, you add to that the fact that it's late in the season and pitchers are pitching with tired arms and, and all that sort of stuff. And that, you know, that's probably a factor as well. You know, I don't think that in the case of a guy like Verlander or a guy like Kershaw, it's a case of trying too hard. You know, which is probably the case with some other pitchers. You know, when they get into big games or big moments, I, I don't think it's the case with those guys. You know, and Verlander excelled late in the year when when he came back. You know, from injury, I think he had three games where he got pulled with a no hitter. You know, going back to that whole thing of combined no hitters again. Mm-hmm. You know, the Astros were flirting with combined no hitters. It seemed once a week. You know, the whole second half of the season. Um, you know, but why that happens to some guys, I don't know. You know, why did A-Rod struggle so many years in the postseason? You know, before before he finally had a good postseason, the year the Yankees won the World Series in two thousand nine. Um, you know, a lot of greaters. Willie Mays was not very good in the World Series. You know, a friend of mine recently asked me to look up stuff like that. And, you know, there were a lot of great hitters who excelled in the World Series, but there were a lot of great ones who didn't do very well. And Willie Mays, who to me was the greatest player of all time, did not do well in the World Series.
1: Yeah, and uh, Bryce Harper, until last night, has uh, done extremely well. And it it is kind of amazing, uh, you know, in, in this postseason, uh, and it's, it's amazing when you watch one of those guy, things, when somebody can put together that electric of a postseason, which is, what, six home runs now in this postseason? I'm trying to think of Rangers who have had great postseasons, and I, I was thinking about that. Did Nelly? did Nelly? how many, did he, how many combined home runs? One started off great in that, in that world, in that, uh, you know, uh, first playoff series years and years ago. Uh, and did hit several home runs in that one series. But what what would be the rain, the best Rangers postseason performance ever, would you say, hitting-wise? Probably Napoli in
8: 2011. Ah. Uh, in fact, even in the first round of the playoffs, Joe Madden, who was managing Tampa Bay at the time, described it as the year of the Napoli. Yeah. You know, he had hit 30 home runs in the regular year and then just tore apart uh, Tampa in the first round of the playoffs um, he was about to win the World Series MVP, you know, if, if Nelly had caught that fly ball. Um, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers to see how they compare to to Cruz's numbers, since Cruz won that ALCS pretty much by himself. Um, but those would be the two that come to mind, both Cruz and Napoli.
1: Eric Nadell joined the Matt Mosley Show ESP in Central Texas. We're doing you know, those Gonzalez World yeah.
8: Series. Sorry, Juan Gonzalez had that first playoff series in '96 against yeah. the Yankees, where he homered in every game, and I think he, I think he hit five home runs in a four-game series. But then the Rangers yeah. were eliminated, and he didn't get a chance <laughs> to carry on.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, I I thought about that one uh, too. W- was calling those World Series games when you look back on all the moments uh, in your career? Is that is that right at the very top, like, did that, did, did being involved and in calling those games, obviously we know how the one we just talked about, the 2011 one, ended, and that was, uh, uh, that was so tough, or at least game six ended. Um, was there anything that touches that as far as your career, other than going into Hall of Fame, I might say?
8: No, not at all, not at all. You know, the excitement of calling the Aaron Judge home run you know, to break Roger Maris' record yeah. pretty high up there. But that was, you know, that was a, a single series of games, you know, culminating in the record, which was particularly important to me because I saw Roger Maris hit his 61st home run in 1961. And so for me, 60 years later, to have the honor of both seeing and calling the home run that broke the record was really special. But I, I think back in – know the memory is fading now of what it really felt like to do those World Series games in 2011. But I've been thinking about it a lot this year because, you know, one of my best friends, Scott Pransky, is the radio voice of the Phillies and used yeah. to be our pre- and post-game guy and grew up in Dallas listening to Mark Holtz and me. Uh, and when he went to Philadelphia in 2007, they immediately, you know, were strong contenders they won the world series in 2008 his second year there they went to the world series again the following year but lost to the yankees and then they didn't even make the playoffs again you know for 13 years until now and you know he's kind of going through that you know how much does he even remember about the the feelings that he had you know, back in 2008 and 2009 when the Phillies won the World Series. I just remember being so excited. You know, I needed to do things, try and calm down before the games. Uh, Needed, you know, needed to meditate, needed to listen to calm music. Um, Things that I normally don't have to do, you know, before a game to be in the proper mental state to broadcast (laughs) the game. That's what really stands out for me when I think back on that 2011 World Series. Uh, and the excitement of the games themselves, um, you know, Derek Holland throwing that, that shutout and the Rangers winning game two in St. Louis when uh, Kinsler and Elvis made a couple of amazing plays and there were some daring base running and all kinds of stuff that really uh, that really stood out for the Rangers to win that game in St. Louis and go back to Texas with the series tied 1-1.
1: Yeah, that Holland performance still in that spot was the probably the greatest performance in Rangers history. And that includes what a a perfect game by Kenny Rogers and the no-hitters from Nolan and 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 what Nolan did R- Ricky Henderson, you know, the the records, all that kind of stuff. But in in terms of at that at the biggest pitching moment in Rangers history, I think I think we have to lean toward Derek, don't we?
8: Yeah, that one single game where you know, or you could look at Colby Lewis and all the games that he pitched those two years in the postseason. Um, you know, he really came up big. And then, you know, there too had he explained Colby doing that. Yeah, he was an above average pitcher, but he wasn't an all star. He wasn't a Cy Young winner. You know, and for him to to pitch like that and and a guy like Verlander struggled, uh, you know, not only this year, but even going back to those series. You know, the Rangers Rangers did damage against Verlander in those series.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. I did want to ask you uh, about the hiring of Bruce Bochy. I mean, that's a uh, uh – that's really, and it, that brings back more memories of that World Series against the Giants when he was managing. And obviously, he's had such a storied career. Sometimes you think in baseball, well, we won't, you know, that guy won't manage again. But as we saw with Larusa, you can't ever say it's, you know, you know, it's over for sure. And uh, and he comes back in his late sixties. Hopefully, his health is. I think he's feeling better these days uh were you excited when uh and, and obviously that was a name that came up almost immediately i think evan grant was talking about that i'm sure you were thinking about that name what was your what's your what was your overall thought though when they went ahead and made that hire
8: oh well delighted you know very pleasantly surprised that you know that he took the job you know that he that he wanted to take the job particularly for a team that's in a rebuilding mode um you know i figured if if he was going to come back and manage again, it would be a team farther along in the process or a team already, you know, a playoff team. So it surprised me that he would come back and take our job. But uh, apparently he's a guy who likes a challenge, you know, who likes building something. And his relationship with Chris Young was definitely a factor there. So uh, I'm completely delighted. I know that the announcers in San Francisco have nothing but, great things to say about Bochi, both as a manager and as a person and you know my my broadcast day starts every day with a trip into the manager's office to visit with him and I'm I'm really looking forward to getting to know him a little bit I've met him a couple of times you know and talked on the field before a game but you know I don't know him at all and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: how many stations? Have you been on while uh, doing Rangers games over the years? How many radio stations? There was a story that came out today about the demise of our radio station, 103.3 FM ESPN, where Galloway and I and others were on for years, and it kind of detailed some of the things that happened, and, of course, the sell to Cumulus or the LMA. Uh, But it got me to thinking when I was going to talk to you, how many different radio signals or stations have you been on uh, since day one? With the Rangers, uh, the would you, would you say? The
8: Flagship Station?
1: Yeah, yeah. There, well, I, I we started
8: can... on, yeah, we started on WBAP, although the Rangers uh-huh. were actually on KRLD the first year or two, but that was before I came aboard. Okay, uh, When I came aboard, they had already been on WBAP for several years. Uh, they stayed on WBAP until moving to KRLD uh, when we moved into the new ballpark. And that was in 1994, 95, 95. I guess was was the year the first year we switched. Uh, we were on KRLD for a few years there, and then uh, ESPN 103.3 got the rights for a while. Yeah, and in fact, they had the games when we were in the World Series those two years.
7: Yes,
5: um,
8: we were. We were on ESPN, um, and then we went back to KRLD and then to the fan. So I guess it's four where you've got KRLD, AM, and FM. You've got WBAP, and you've got uh, ESPN. So there have been four, yeah, and a few different times on KRLD.
1: (laughs) Well, we always loved having you on a weekly basis when we had you at 103.3 FM ESPN. And, of course, who would have thought that a station that Galloway was on would become a religious station? (laughs) <laughs> so anyway it's hardcore religious talk now no more sports radio on there but uh life goes on uh eric great to great to catch up with you hope you're having uh, uh a fun off season and uh and and we uh, look forward to talking to you soon
8: all right mo thanks for having me
1: you bet eric Nadell, the legendary voice of the texas rangers and also a uh loves his music always uh, always uh, coming up with a new artist and hosting concerts and all of that so eric's way into that whole world uh texas singer songwriters really country but r&b the whole thing all right uh it is time for something we call campus confidential
3: what's on Aaron's mind today we find out next your leader in high school sports ESPN Central Texas.
9: The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, McGregor General Store, Pascal Insurance and Real Estate, TFNB Your Bank for Life, and Triple S Sports. Coach, first off, uh, take us back to
1: last week. Take us through the bye week. Did you feel like you got everything accomplished? You know, as it pertains, you know, getting everyone healthy and just getting back to basics, and even just yeah. getting getting away from football a little bit.
10: Exactly. You know, we give our kids off on Monday of it so they can go work on grades because six weeks was ending. So they did that. And then we had three good practices where where we were healthy and we could work on ourselves. You know, I mean, you didn't have an opponent directly to work with. So we kind of concentrated on ourselves, offense, defense, special teams and feel it was a productive uh, week.
7: And then so
1: looking at this week, this will be the final game of the season and you'll be at home to take on Rockdale. Uh, Talk about your matchup with the Tigers and also throughout this week, how important is it for yourself, your staff and the kids just to enjoy this last week you have with your players, especially those seniors you got?
10: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what we always talk about. The seniors, unfortunately, uh, we're not going to be in the playoffs and uh, but we want them to go out on a good note and it's a home game. It's senior night. Um, You know, relax. There's no pressure. Go out and play our game, and uh, hopefully we can come up with the win. ESPN Central Texas.
1: TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life, Member FDIC.
4: Triple S sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play
0: ball.
6: Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com.
3: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central
5: Texas. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, This is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from change in America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
7: Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork Loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with Sucking a Pulled Pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Warren White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Astros use a combined no-hitter to blank the Phillies five to nothing. Game five of the World Series tonight in Philly, with the series tied at two. First pitch at seven thirty. Dallas Mavericks beat Utah last night 103-100. Stars back on the ice tonight at Arizona. Puck drops at 9 o'clock. College football tonight. UTEP at Rice and App State at Coastal Carolina. Thursday night football has the Eagles at the Texans kick at 7:15 on Prime. Vader Women's Basketball Exhibition tonight at the Farrell Center hosting Southwest Baptist. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Temple Wildcats final regular season game tonight hosting Coppers Cove at Wildcat Stadium pregame at 630 on Fox Sports Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central
3: Texas it's time for Campus Confidential our daily look at college football news here's your host Matt Mosley All right, we got a special treat for you in the 5
1: o'clock hour. We've got a huge Sooners fan here in our family of networks. Shooter. Man, those guys do a great job over there. Nash and Crow, the whole Crow man. Oh, those guys are really good. Uh, And um, one of them happens to be an enormous Sooners fan. And I don't know if I, you know, I'm just not always around, Jim, because they have crazy early hours. Aaron and I do not like to be at work early. (laughs) We're late in the day, so we just don't, we're not always with those guys. But, man, they do a great job over there on Shooter, and people love the show they do. They love our our country stations, and and, uh, they do a tremendous job. So, uh, Jim Nash is going to hop on with us to talk some OU Baylor coming up um aaron what do we call the uh the colors for ou crimson and cream i believe it is i believe that's how they describe it we'll only get a couple more cracks at them before they go off to the sec good luck boys good luck how's how do you think it's gonna be i mean when you're five and three in the in the uh you know in the Big Twelve, and you're you're going to go over the SEC. Is you just you're going to suddenly <laughs> get get that much better now? In their defense, in, in this is uh, if we got Sooners out there. Unlike the Horns, now the Horns, until Mac ran out of juice, the Horns were great. Okay, let's give them their due. Two thousand nine, they play for another national title. You know, they just won a national title the year before. I mean, they these guys were on. You got Vince. Then you have Colt come through, and then they just started missing on quarterbacks. And it just never, they never could put it back together. They have a good quarterback now. We will see what he does the rest of the season. Uh, but we'll talk to Jim, talk a little OU Baylor. Aaron Sexton, what do you have on the agenda for us today?
2: Kansas State quarterback Adrian Martinez has been a full participant in practice this week. But it is a decision on who will start for the 13th ranked Wildcats on Saturday against Texas, likely won't come until game time. Offensive coordinator Colin Martin, Colin Klein said Martinez, who didn't play last week against Oklahoma State, is on track to be fully healthy for Saturday's game. His replacement, Will Howard, who came in after he was injured in the TCU game and threw for 225 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Also passed for 296 yards with four touchdowns and no interceptions in last week's 48 to nothing beatdown of Oklahoma State. So they are going to keep Texas guessing for as long as possible on who's going to be the starting QB this weekend.
1: Well, you know, one guy is maybe a little more mobile, but they're both very, very capable. And they just put the kibosh on the poor old... Oklahoma State <laughs> pokes. You remember you made me think of something when you said Colin Klein that was really the when Baylor started to turn it around they uh, you know they they had done some things when Sean Bell was playing for Guy Morris that were around 05 or 06 or something they'd done a, they'd done some better things they were getting closer to a bowl game. and then of course art came. And then one of those years in there, it might have been about 2011. Where I can't remember if it was, for some reason I kind of feel like it was when Florence, like right after RG3, one of those years Klein was there and K-State was like number one in the country. And they came to Waco and the Bears sent them packing. And you know what, it, that Baylor team was was kind of like this Baylor team. Maybe not great early, but did hit its stride late. And and by about – gosh, I just can't remember if that was 2000. Because they got great, of course, 2013, 14, 15. And then, of course, we know what happened in 2016. But they got great in those years. But right around 2011, they were already getting pretty good, 2010. And one of those years, K State. You remember Aaron? What I'm talking about? Absolutely. I think Colin Klein was number. I think they were number one in the country. That guy was good, man. He was a good running quarterback. But the Bears took him down. And before that, they had uh, they had a guy I really liked, Michael Bishop. Woo! He was athletic and he had a great arm. That that's one of the most underrated uh, college quarterbacks. I can remember. I bet he was, like, num- number three. He may have been top three in the Heisman one of those years. But he he, he rarely comes up in discussions of, like, great all-time Big 12 quarterbacks. But Michael Bishop could flat-out play for K-State. Sorry, Aaron, I can sometimes take us on uh, tangents, which is pretty much our entire show. But uh, <laughs> uh, what, what else do we have, sir?
2: An independent panelist placed Louisville – men's basketball on two years probation and fined the program $5,000 but spared the school and former coach Rick Patino major penalties from NCAA allegations leveled in the aftermath of a federal investigation of corruption in college basketball. If you'll remember yesterday, we reported that Kansas had suspended Bill Self and an assistant coach for four games because of the same investigation the independent resolution panel announced today that Louisville avoided a postseason ban and other significant sanctions in the case that (laughs) began with the FBI's 2017 investigation into corruption in college basketball they were also given a two-week ban on unofficial visits oh no and and probably the worst part a public reprimand and censure
1: oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> golly. What as, I mean, is he a great college basketball coach? Yes, Patino. Is he sleazy as all get out? Yes, is the answer to that one, too. And, and you remember, Aaron, that he, that he denied, even to this day, he still denies that he knew somebody on the staff, I think it was an assistant coach, was bringing strippers onto campus. I mean, they had strippers, like, on some building in campus. I mean, it's bad enough that you got, you know, student athletes and strippers involved and all that. But, I mean, let's not act all shocked because Nick Nolte was in some some movie back in the day called, what was that thing called, Hot Shots or something, Aaron? You remember that, where he was a basketball coach? And I I feel like some of this stuff was going on even back then. Nolte played like a Bobby Knight-type character. Oh, yeah, I Um, I
2: like that movie. Blue Chips. Blue Blue Chips. Chips. Had Shaq in it, Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Really good movie.
1: There's – there's, I can't believe I got it confused with this show on, like, either Disney TV or Apple TV. I think it's Disney TV that John Stamos is the coach. And it's a high school girls basketball team. And a couple of years ago, my daughter and I really bonded over it. And season two has now finally come out. But Stamos plays another Bob Knight-like, you know, he was uh, one of the greatest coaches in men's college basketball, and he had he flamed out and threw a chair and did all that stuff, and he ends up at some California high school um, um, girls' team as a girls' coach and coaches his daughter. All right, and that's a uh, that's a uh, Disney TV. It was it was actually really good, Aaron. I would I would have to say. I mean, it may, you may feel odd watching that or something, but I'm telling you, it's a good, it's a good show, Hot Shots. But certainly, that's not the one Nick Nolte was involved with. Aaron, what else do you have for us?
2: Beta running back Richard Reese was named a semifinalist for the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award today. The Maxwell Football Club announced Reese is one of 14 candidates for the award, which recognizes the most outstanding freshman college player. And is named after former Alabama. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Wait, wait. I'm going to turn this into the uh, the. Uh, don't say where Sean Alexander went to school. I'm going to turn this into our Schmaltz's trivia question. Okay. I'm sorry. I was I was, I had to hedge you off the path there. I just I heard Sean Alexander and I thought, man, that'd be a good trivia question. All right, what else do you have, sir? And then I'll then I'll. Or if you don't have anything else, I'll go ahead and give the schmaltz's trivia question let's
2: do it i do but let's go ahead and do schmaltz's and then we'll get all to right all right mr nash all
1: right all right jim nash we do not want to keep uh one of uh one of our station's most famous personalities waiting jim nash who he and crow are both uh mike and crow and jim nash both big fans of our show and uh they have uh, made that clear over the years and you'll hear i think that's nash yeah that's nash's voice when you hear at the start of our show or the start of the 5 o'clock hour, mm-hmm. all our sponsors, that's Jim Nash uh, saying all that. I know you know that, Aaron. I'm just telling all our people. Uh, that's uh, that's the voice of the great Jim Nash. And, of course, Crow has a great voice, too. You know, how do those guys have, they have such, uh, it's just—it's really good country radio. You have to have that kind of voice. Okay, kind of a husky type deal. Um, Aaron, here is our Schmaltz's trivia question. All right, Richard Reese is now on the Sean Alexander watch list. I want you to, here's who wins two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. You have to tell me where Sean Alexander played college and then where he spent the majority of his NFL career because he went on to have a uh, tremendous uh, NFL career. Sean Alexander, I just hadn't thought about him in a while. Uh, so give me where he went to school. Uh, where he played college, if you were listening closely, Aaron uh, may have let a little bit of it slip out. And then also where he was a star in the NFL. The answer, uh, text it in to 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And the winner will get two free sandwiches from Schmaltz.
2: We already have a winner. Working on yeah. a name, but if we had wow. someone text in really quick.
1: Oh, Aaron, when, uh, earlier when I was asking people, like, to text in from out of state, I always forget to, like, follow up on these things. We'll we'll take a look. I, I am sort of curious. The folks out there, if you're outside of the 254 area code listening to us right now, you're streaming us, I want to hear from you. 254-662-1660. Text in and tell us where you are. All right? Outside the 254. Now, I'm not talking about somebody, someplace around here probably has a different one, like Waxahachie and Mahaya. Some of these places may not have a 254. But I'm, and I'm not talking about College Station. But if you're, if you're kind of out there uh, listening to us, text in. Love to hear from you. 254 662 1660. We talk Baylor and Oklahoma. We do it next.
6: Hey, everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. We've asked Hall of Famer Drew Pearson, the original 88, to weigh in on the first half of this season from the newest 88, C.D. Lamb. You'll hear from Drew after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
5: PUCT number 10007.
3: It's
5: not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
6: Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb wears number 88, and that's a heavy expectation because it greats before him who wore that same jersey number. Drew Pearson, Michael Irvin, Des Bryant. C.D. entered this season as the team's unquestioned number one target in the passing game, and Drew Pearson says so far, C.D. has lived up to expectations.
3: With C.D., The action starts after he catches the ball. Get him the ball in space. Let him use his athletic ability. Shake that first guy and take it into the secondary. He understands not just about the 88 club, but he understands his role, the leading receiver.
6: C.D. and his teammates and coaches are enjoying their bye week. They're off until Monday. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales.
1: Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly, Highway 6 at the Imperial
9: Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
3: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas.
9: Your modern-day general store is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina feed dealer, and they have all the latest lawn and garden products and outdoor furniture. McGregor General Store also has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women. Seropi collection purses, bags and boots, shirts and jeans from Wrangler, Ariat, and cinch, and ladies, Ariat boots, and roper shoes. Go by and say hello to Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 McGregor,
0: at McGregorGeneralStore.com.
2: If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 254- or ubeo.com
3: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship
5: station for Baylor Athletics Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, This is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from change in America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $250 domestics on Thursday Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
1: Howdy, Chuck Garner here, Professional Guide. Searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely
0: in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are,
7: Baylor bears.
0: If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild.
3: Join the expedition at baylor.edu alumni. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, My Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services.
1: And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley in the five o'clock hour. And, and boy, that. Uh, those are the, uh, that's the, that's the great voice of Jim Nash, you hear, and uh, he and Crow do such a nice job, Shooter FM, uh, well known all throughout Central Texas, and I'm sure Jim has returned uh, home, sometimes he spends time out in the West area, loves a good Kalachi Jim, uh, uh, good to visit with you. I just wanted to get you on so you could kind of hear that voiceover, see how good you sounded.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Matt.
1: <laughs> well, I uh, I've been. <laughs> oh man, this is uh, this is uh, this is fun times, and I like I like the crossover. And you and I have been, you know, occasionally we'll get to show up or. Being an event together. I, th- I can remember one stock show, maybe a junior livestock show that we got involved in, yeah. McLennan County. And, and uh, you know, I think when you look at me, you think stock show. You think livestock show, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of think Mosley's a guy that knows his way around some of these sales. And, of course, I was out there bidding on a lot of the. The, uh, the cows and you know, the heifers, you know, whatever they were selling out there. Now, Jim, it come, it's been brought to my attention, you are a huge Sooners fan. And I want to say my source on this um, might be Terry Tacker. But, uh, man, I did not realize how, where does this go back to? Because we are right smack dab in the middle of Baylor OU week as the Bears get set to go to Norman for a 2 o'clock tilt. Uh, on Saturday, uh, has, where does your OU fandom come from? Is this is this from birth, basically?
0: Uh, pretty much birth, yes. Uh, when I was a kid, my my family and I we went to all the home games and uh, we did the tailgate thing from even when I was a little kid all the way up through you know my my adulthood. So uh, yeah, I've been around Sooner football and Sooner sports athletics in general just basically my whole life, born and raised in Oklahoma. So, you know, I kind of just south of Norman. So I really had no choice in the matter.
1: Boy, you never really had much room in your heart for the old Pokes, the Oklahoma State, the Cowboys. It was all crimson and cream, it sounds like, uh, for your family. Now, are you, um, uh, over the years, I'm sure you kind of cut your teeth on the Switzer era. That would have been when you were kind of growing up and and probably loving those uh, those Sooners. Have you ever gotten to cross paths with Barry or gotten to uh, gotten to meet him?
0: I actually did one time, uh, actually a couple of times. Uh, in after I had grown up and was uh, in some of the nightclubs and things like that uh, back in the day, uh, I ran into him a couple of times and got to converse with him, say hi to him, and and uh, it, it was it was really cool, especially you know because really growing up in the switzer era uh you know just thinking yeah okay he's the king of football in oklahoma man and and then when you get to finally meet him you're just like dude he's just the guy you know <laughs> but he's the king you know
1: yeah well he is and he's funny i used to interview him quite a bit on the radio we've had him on here at espn central texas before and he is one of the great characters uh yeah uh, some sometime i'd like to ask you about some of these nightclubs. i don't know if we want to do this on (laughs) air but uh yeah was it was this in the norman area like what 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 sort of place what would be one of the better hangout places back in the day like a a honky tonk or a place you could go maybe hear some live music what would be what would have been the best place in the norman area
0: Uh, Norman didn't really have a whole lot back in those days. Uh, they've got a couple of places now, but, uh, back in those days, uh, when I met Barry, it was like, uh, you know, up in Oklahoma city, there was a couple of, uh, there was like Graham central station up there or, uh, an old old place called in cahoots, you know, and places like that. So that was, that was the kind of the, the going honky tonks back in those days
1: in cahoots i mean we could do a whole thing on that uh jim nash joining us on the matt mosley show esp in central texas now do you have i'm sure you've you've met a lot of baylor friends like me and and uh and baylor folks being around central texas and knowing how many baylor fans uh have you shown up at some of these games like when the when the sooners come to waco have you been known to to put your jersey on or whatever and uh and and show up at those games
0: well, not at not at the games per se. I haven't had a chance to because I'm always working another gig or so, doing something else. But uh, I do I wear my I wear my uh, my Sooner jersey every game day and uh, and I'm around Baylor fans all the time and they just you know and I I love to sit and watch the game with fans you know with fans yeah. of Baylor and OU fans together because I mean. You know there's no animosity it's a it's a football game and we all just love football and we love watching the game together you know so it's it's just a lot of fun and a lot of you know uh, trash talk back and forth and we all buy each other a beer if somebody else scores or something like that you know so it's just a lot yeah. of fun
1: Yeah I would prefer you not <clears throat> at least openly be uh, buying any Baylor people beer okay <laughs> the Baptists don't like to be quite as public as the Sooners uh, (laughs) do uh, on that front. Now, who is your all-time favorite Sooners player? Is there anybody that over the years, whether it be from that era that produced Tony Casillas and then some of those unbelievable, you know, even going back to to Billy Sims and some of those, is there anybody that, uh, uh, or even, you know, in recent years, Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts and. And, um, oh, you had, uh, you know, who was the guy that won the high he- Hypo did not win a Heisman, but the guy after him, Jason White did win a Heisman, uh, win a yeah. Heisman. Did, um, any, uh, any of those players, uh, like who was your, who was your kind of all time favorite sooner?
0: My, my all time favorite sooner is probably Billy Sims. Um, cause mm. you know, I mean, he's a Heisman trophy winner, of course, but he was, he to this day is probably one of the biggest proponents of OU football that there is on the planet. Man, this guy shows up, and he he will be wearing an OU print suit, man, head to toe. And I mean, he is just he's boomer sooner head to toe, man, in his heart. <laughs>
1: Love it from Hooks, Texas, Billy Sims. It's, it's, uh, it's, now, it's, it's, did you did you not come into work the? Uh, the monday i hate to have you on and then bring up a bad subject but when you when you have a result like what happened that uh that texas ou game or you probably prefer the ou texas matchup uh how do you handle something like that just with a lot of a lot of cold beer or how do you how do you turn the page on that
0: well, I tell you what, I was actually at a music festival uh, watching that game with a bunch of uh, a bunch of horns fans. And yeah, and it was uh, it was a pretty dismal sight, man. It's like I i don't even think uh, the Sooner players got on the bus to go to the Cotton Bowl that day. I think they left <laughs> it back in the hotel because I mean, I'm telling you what, man, there ain't a high school team in Texas that could have that could not have beaten, beaten OU that day.
1: Did did Oklahoma? Great. Yeah, that was a wild uh, deal. And then what happened to Oklahoma State last weekend? They got beat forty eight nothing by K State. I you know I don't understand right. any of these things. Now you may have you, even as a kid, can't you, maybe y'all came to the State Fair of Texas because it's such a big yeah. deal and Texas OU and all of that. Did OU have any kind yeah. of like a? a huge state fair or anything like in oklahoma city was there or, or and i say oh you you know state of oklahoma was there anything like that or would the oklahoma people really kind of use the uh, fair park is their is their big uh, fair experience no not
0: really um yeah you know, when i was a kid man you know, back in the, back in those days man it was it was so cool because that was back uh, when the Sooner fans would be on one side of Commerce Street and the Longhorn fans on the other side Ooh, of the street and
7: everybody yeah. hollering
0: back and forth, having fun and just having a blast. And then, I mean, I remember growing up when I was, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, hanging out down there with my parents and my family and stuff and listening to the, the people holler back and forth. And, and it wasn't obscenities really either. It was just a lot of trash talking and stuff, you know, and, and all in fun. And, then all of a sudden, you know, violence hits that thing one time, and it's done. I mean, the old traditions are so – I mean, it's, it's a shame that this that this uh, generation can't experience some of those traditions that we did.
1: Man, you know, it's funny. As a Baylor guy, I was always desperately trying to avoid all that stuff. And, and there right. you were trying to get right in the middle of it. You know, it was probably <laughs> yeah. down there close to Deep Ellum is where a lot of yeah. that happened. But uh, I always remember hearing they'd be like it, it was like only 112 arrests, and you're right, everybody was okay. And then the police would just I don't know at one or two in the morning they would just say, okay, if you're not leaving, we're just gonna we're gonna take you all in. We're just gonna arrest everybody. I don't even think they did anything yeah. wrong. They were just hanging out too late, and then they would start yeah. arresting people. But those were uh, those were kind of those were fun days. Well. Uh, <clears throat> Best of luck to the Sooners. It's a big grudge match on Saturday in Norman. And uh, uh, appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, love all our people. Listen to Shooter FM. And and uh, you all do such a great job. Even Terry. You know, Terry rarely passes out compliments. And today he, he was going on and on about how great you guys sound. And he doesn't know if there's a better show anywhere than what you guys do. So just know, I know he would never say that to you. But he was bragging on you, kind of behind your back. So, anyway, That's awesome. uh, oh yeah, 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 I'm sure you'll get some kind of bonus based on that. Um Jim, <laughs> that was uh, well. Listen, good to visit with you, and uh, and we'll talk soon. Especially, we'll have to do this on an annual basis now that I know you're such a big sooner. All right,
0: you got it, Matt. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on, and Boomer Sooner.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Aaron, did you cut that last part off? There he goes. Jim Nash, uh, Mr. Boomer Sooner, uh, heading off into the night. And, of course, you can hear him every morning. Those guys make their way in. Uh, Aaron, they get started just a tad bit earlier than we do. I think they're probably on the air by about 6 a.m. All right. And uh, (laughs) that's even before Barfield. Now, Tom – if you believe Tom, Tom wakes up and starts preparing for that show at about four thirty, about four or four thirty. And uh, goodness gracious, Aaron, I feel like that's too much preparation. You know, I I do not like. I feel like I feel like you can sometimes prepare too much, Aaron. So I I <laughs> err on the side of not overdoing it. I'm with in you in that area. Yeah, yeah. Although we can, we do have great guests on this program, so we do enough preparation. But uh, always good. And that morning show, of course, on our station is game time, 7 to 9. Tom and Ward and Ryan doing a really nice job. Always uh, enjoy listening to them on those occasions I'm up out of bed at that hour. All right, everybody. uh, We continue on this Thursday evening. And I want to get you ready for uh, Game 5. Are
3: we already Game 5? Game 5 of the World Series is this evening. That's next. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball wins again. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor Women's Basketball on the court in the Farrell Center tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
4: During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle.
9: An
3: important update, Baylor Athletics group experiences are back. Fans can now purchase exclusive experiences on the Baylor Sports app for an elite in-venue experience at select Baylor Athletic events. Baylor football experiences include on-field photos, sideline access during warm-ups, tunnel access during the team runout, and an in-game radio booth experience with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. There is limited availability, so purchase your experience today through the Baylor Sports app to earn your one-of-a-kind game day experience before it's too late.
6: Baylor basketball returns November 7th here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. The 11th-ranked Baylor volleyball team back from Lubbock with a 3-1 win over the Red Raiders last night. It runs Baylor's record to 20-4 on the season, their seventh consecutive 20-win campaign. They are now 9-2 in Big 12 Conference play, home hosting Kansas at 2 p.m. Saturday in the Ferrell Center. Meanwhile, Baylor women's basketball on the floor tonight, their exhibition game against Southwest Baptist It tips off at 7 p.m. this evening for the one and only exhibition game for Coach Nikki Collin and the Bears. Coach Collin, a guest on the Baylor Coaches Show last night, we asked her what she hopes to get out of the exhibition matchup tonight.
1: Well, what you want to
0: see sometimes is who shines when the lights come on and there are people in the stands. And, you know, certainly coaches don't want to rely on players who maybe aren't as good of practice players but man when the lights come on they really step up. A lot of this first game is is truly about just a regular warm up, a regular game day um, routine and you know playing in front of fans so to get that out of their system in terms of there being people there seeing them succeed or fail, yeah. you know regardless yeah. of what it is and kind of being able to to keep going.
6: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center, 7 p.m. start time versus Southwest Baptist. The broadcast beginning at 7 p.m. straight up this evening with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your leader
3: in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
9: The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Helt is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and Techstar Equipment Sales. Yeah, well, I mean, for our seniors, we've talked about leaving a legacy. Uh, I think it's significant. You know, we hadn't won three games around here in quite a few years, and so uh, it'd be the first time in, in 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 five seasons where we've had three wins here at Waco High, uh, and so we'd be leaving a legacy as the senior class that we believe can kind of push us to the the next level uh, and the steps we want to take. And then uh, we've talked to our underclassmen about restoring the legacy. This is a proud place with uh, a lot of proud alums and, and some pretty significant uh, football minds and players that have come through here. And so restoring that legacy, I think is significant to our underclassmen off of what the work of, of what our senior class has done. So that's kind of been the push this week is, is, pushing towards the future. So this game matters. I mean, very much matters to our staff and very much matters to our kids in regards to what we're trying to do.
4: You mentioned the potential for three games, the fact that you could win two in a row to close the season and take that into your off season program. That's got to be huge as well. I would think.
9: Oh, massive. I mean, when you, when you walk into the off season, feeling like you're, you're trending up, uh, rather than having to go in and, uh, you know, throw the, throw the bathwater out and start all over, uh, that that's a whole different feeling. And so that's significant. I mean, we want to win. We want to want to trend our kids to be, uh, proud of their effort and their work. Uh, but realize that if they trust in the coaching, they trust in the scheme, they trust in the work that ultimately it'll pay off. It'll pay off in wins and, and positive advancement.
4: Josh Sadler and his group are in their first year over at Colleen. What, what have you seen from his program?
9: So, I mean, you know, they've gotten better as the season's going, going on, naturally. He uh, got there, uh, you know, pretty late relative. Uh, but they, they run a good offensive scheme. ESPN Central Texas.
4: TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texas are
1: making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Techstar Equipment Sales is
0: one of the only dealerships that is still family owned and operated. A local Texan who still cares. They take pride in their customer service. They carry multiple lines and their service department is top notch. With multiple field service trucks, they can work from anywhere, not just their shop. Looking for large agricultural equipment? They carry Case IH, Vermeer, Engelman, McDon, Kloss, Keringhoff and Brandt. Techstar Equipment Sales has two locations, Waco and Marlin just off
3: Highway 6. Techstar Equipment Sales. You're not just a number, you're family. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
5: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermined our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
6: What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson
9: of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
2: I wanted to keep playing, but my
6: feet hurt.
9: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
6: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
9: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports.
6: Let me tell you something.
9: They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
7: Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store.
9: Sign up for your free fitting at Goodfeet.com.
7: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Astros use a combined no-hitter to blank the Phillies 5-0. Game 5 of the World Series tonight in Philly with the series tied at 2, first pitch at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat Utah last night, 103 to 100. Stars back on the ice tonight at Arizona. Puck drops at 9 o'clock. College football tonight: UTEP at Rice and App State at Coastal Carolina. Thursday night football has the Eagles at the Texans. Kick at 7:15 on Prime. Later, women's basketball exhibition tonight at the Farrell Center, hosting Southwest Baptist. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Temple Wildcats final regular season game tonight hosting Copper's Cove at Wildcat Stadium pregame at 630 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on
3: ESPN Central Texas.
1: Matt Mosley show Cruising through the five o'clock hour, boy. Aaron loves some hard rock, loves a little heavy metal. Oh, there it goes. It's God. Okay, there is a tune-up game, kind of an exhibition, if you will. The Southwest Baptist, boy, the Battle of the Baptist. I'm not, I'm not real familiar with Southwest Baptist. Aaron, do you know where they may hail from? Southwest Baptist. There's some kind not, of Southwestern, there's Southwestern, you know, there's that great, I think that's a Methodist University in Georgetown. That's a great, I love that little school there. That's always been a great academic school and everything, just right down the road from us. But the the, our, the Baylor women's basketball program will face Southwest Baptist.
2: They are the Bearcats. They're located in Bolivar, Missouri.
1: Oh, coming in from Mizzou. Okay, because Missouri State, which used to be like Southwest Missouri State or something in Springfield, Missouri, now that's a good program there. In fact, they had a coach at one point named Molly. Her name was Molly, and a lot of people were trying to get Baylor to hire Molly. She was a big-time coach at that level. I think she went on to maybe Grand Canyon, perhaps. But Coach Collin, were very happy to have her. And this is going to be interesting. Now, Aaron, you can still buy a ticket to this game. This game is not sold out tonight at the Ferrell Center. Uh, Tip off at 7. In fact, I just went to the site to see if I could purchase a single-game ticket. I am allowed to. It says find tickets. You can also still get a ticket for the the true home opener, which is 7 o'clock on Monday, and that is when Lamar comes in. Now, watch out for Lamar. You just never know. Lamar used to kind of Billy Tubbs coach there at one point. Now the Lamar men have uh, Alvin Brooks' father. That would be Alvin Brooks Jr. Because we've got Alvin Brooks third on our staff. He's the associate head coach. Well, his dad, I believe, is the head coach at Lamar where he was a star player. All right? So, Lamar... Uh, we'll come in, and then of course the uh, Baylor men open Monday at eleven. All right, eleven a.m. Now, women's schedule. I'm looking at this. the 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 game I'm kind of excited about. I'll probably attend this one. is Tuesday, November fifteenth. The Mustangs, the SMU Mustangs, and then I like this one too. I like this one too. Um the Maryland I think Maryland's pretty good I'm trying to remember they may have had a couple of players uh, transfer out Aaron you were at one point were just obsessed with the transfer portal and I have some memory of you talking about maybe Maryland's women Maryland women players uh, women's players transferring out but Maryland comes in on November 20th that's a Sunday game at two o'clock I bet that game's on I bet that game's on TV. That almost—that sounds like a, almost like an ABC Sunday game to me. All right, and then um, another Baptist school, which has changed its name. Aaron, do we know why Houston Baptist is no longer Houston Baptist? I mean, are they, are they ashamed? I mean, are we? Can we not be Baptist anymore? Uh, they are now Houston Christian. In fact, that the president of that school is the, is the former Baylor president, Dr. Sloan, great friend of the family, and his daughter was my sister's best friend in college, and so a uh, uh, shout-out to the Sloan family, Sue Sloan, Dr. Robert Sloan, the whole gang, um, and he was uh, he's a good guy, really like him, and uh, Raina, his daughter, is great friend, married to Brian, uh, Aaron, it is uh, World Series time in Texas, and uh, it's, it's – well, it's actually in Philadelphia, but it'll return to Texas after that. It'll have to because things have been evened up 2-2. I think the, the Astros had to be reeling after just a getting blanked and giving up all those home runs, five home runs. Never has happened in baseball history that a team has scored five home runs or more and then been no hit in the next game. Now, part of that is because there's really no momentum in baseball. We can all go crazy and go, oh, my gosh, Bryce Harper. Oh, look at Hoskins. Look at all these guys hitting home runs. They're unbelievable. These guys will never recover from it. Here's how they recovered. Momentum in baseball is next day's starting pitcher. That's the way it works. And... This is gonna be quite a matchup. Um and that first pitch um uh tonight seven oh three, if you want to be exact. I would imagine. Aaron, what are we putting on tonight? Are we are we doing the exhibition game or are we gonna have uh yes, starting at, series? There, there's okay. no pregame,
2: so we'll start pretty close to tip off at seven o'clock with Derek Smith and Boy, Sophia Derek. Young Malcolm.
1: Derek's not easing into the season, is he? He's like, I want to do. I don't care what it is, exhibition or scrimmage or whatever. I'm doing it. I like that. Derek's he's very aggressive when it comes to uh, to these uh, women's basketball games. Sophia does such a nice job, and uh, we actually have uh, Aaron, you know, in our graphics department. We have a member of the uh, of Derek's family, so it's really kind of cool how all this comes together. Um, and I say graphics department. She is the best. Big time. Veronica, his wife, is the director of engagement over at Central National Bank, which happens to be our uh, presenting sponsor. And, boy, we love what she and Brian Fonville do. Some of the best marketing folks I know. And then I think Brian, on top of that, is in charge of, like, accounts or something. <laughs> Aaron, do you think that's what, kind of what he wants to be known as, head of all accounts? Uh, he is he what he's over like the loan department and all sorts of things over there at Central National Bank and of course our great friend uh, Joe Nesbit is uh, he is the CEO now of the bank. Now uh, in this game tonight, Justin Verlander is going to be on the mound. I don't I don't understand I don't understand what goes on with people. Um, he's not good in the World Series. Okay, he was the MVP of the uh, of the 2017 ALCS. He's 15 and five with a 304 ERA in the playoffs. As long as you remove the World Series outings, <laughs> Aaron uh, World Series JV, which is short for Justin Verlander. Do you care, Aaron, do you know what his, um, do you happen to know his numbers? I've got them right here. Would you like to guess what Justin Verlander is? I'll just, I'll help you with this. Um, It's not a good ERA. You, can you give me a ballpark of what you think his record in his ERA would be in the World Series?
2: Like 0-6 with a 4.8.
1: is correct. Good for you. 6.07. 6.07 ERA. I I do not understand. I mean, if you get that many cracks at it. Now, if you're 0-2 or 0-3 with a 6.07 ERA, all right. You just haven't honestly pitched that much in the World Series. But he's pitched a ton. He's pitched a ton in the World Series. Um, Aaron, I'm looking back. It says starting with his Game 1 clunker in this series. Here is his, the line of previous eight times he took the mound heading into Thursday night, starting with his Game 1 clunker. Aaron, when do you think the first time, what year do you think Verlander's first year to pitch in the <laughs> World Series was?
2: Wow. Um,
1: He's been around for a while.
2: 2008.
1: 2006.
2: Who was he with? It would have been Detroit, wouldn't it?
1: Okay. Because I'm thinking, obviously, he wouldn't have pitched in 10 or 11 because the Rangers were in those. 2005, I was at the World Series. That was the Astros in the White Sox. So the next year. He pitched in Game 1 and Game 5 of the World Series.
2: Yeah, that was – they played the Cardinals and lost.
1: Wow. So Pujols was already there, and the Cardinals had some of the same people that they even had a few years later in 2011. All right, I'm just thinking about who they would have had. Um, Aaron, the – let's see, the first game ever in the World Series, he goes five innings, six hits, six earned runs. Two walks, eight strikeouts, seven-two loss. Now, I will say this. Game, game five of that series, he goes six innings pitched. You're talking about for the Tigers in 06. Um, six hits, one earned run, three walks, four strikeouts, and a 4-2 loss. I'm sorry. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. 2012, the year after the Rangers, he goes... Four innings pitched, six hits, five earned runs. I'm just trying to find, like, any decent outings he has. Now, what's interesting is from 2017 to 19, all those he would have been with the Astros. Right, Aaron Verlander? Would he have gotten to the Astros by then? Yes. Game two, game six. Okay, so in the World Series in 2017 and 19, he had four appearances in those two world series and honestly he wasn't that bad the only time he gave up more than three earned runs he gave up four earned runs in six innings pitched but the crazy thing is he lost three of those four games and had a no decision in a seven six win in game two of 2017 so i don't know man i don't understand it but the numbers don't add up. They're not great, but I just kind of wanted to examine them a little bit. Love the World Series. Love this time of year. Um, it is time for the dismount.
3: Just a couple of final words for you as we say goodnight. That is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas.
9: The Mahaya Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by InCommons Bank
7: coach didn't get the results you wanted last week but you're still in this thing and you've got an open week this week to be able to maybe go back to the basics of football is it a good thing to have this open week this late in the season
10: uh i, I don't know about a good thing we definitely needed it after going 13 straight weeks mm-hmm. uh you know so we were able to do some stuff and and kind of get our kids legs back underneath them and then we'll start back with uh, a normal week today. We, we kind of did a couple of things Monday and Tuesday to give them a little bit of time off and rest. Uh, but we'll get back to fundamental stuff today. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, ideally you want that by a week, about week five, week six. But uh, they didn't ask me when I wanted it. They just told me what we got. So uh, we do with it how we can.
7: When you have that opportunity, is it an opportunity also to not only – some bumps and bruises, but just go back to fundamentals and, and be able to do just the, what the game asks you to do and, and not game plan. That's sometimes a breath of fresh air, even though it's late in the season, isn't it?
10: It is. Uh, you know, we, 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 we did some stuff yesterday during the period that uh, is just, you know, I, I don't want to say day one stuff, but, but I, I think you alluded to it just sound fundamentals and, and go clean up some of the technical stuff and, 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 uh, you know, maybe slow down just a tick because you're, you're not racing against the clock for a game on Friday of, um, you know, just cleaning some stuff up.
7: Does it also give your athletes a chance to get back in the classroom and make sure you got everything in that shored up as well as you head into the last part of the season?
10: Uh, you know, I, I think so. It kind of worked out. Uh, our, our juniors this week are taking the ACT both yesterday and today. So, uh, you know, the, the timing of that kind of worked out pretty good where, you know, you weren't worried about, oh, is this kid going to be out for the period or are we going to get him back? Well, he's taking ACT. It really doesn't matter. But, you know, uh, being a being a bye week, it, it, it fell on a good time for us.
0: ESPN Central Texas. InCommons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC.
4: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and Circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254 292
0: 8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our priority
3: the voice of the bears john morris weekdays at 3 p.m on espn central texas
5: in my podcast your money in a cup of joe we talk money management investments and retirement in a QA style format helping break down complicated topics i'm joe kalea with kalea wealth management look for your money in a cup of joe on apple and spotify
6: Cleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
0: Are
9: you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco.
0: This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at VillagePizzeria.com.
3: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Astros use a combined no-hitter to blank the Phillies 5 to nothing. Game 5 of the World Series tonight in Philly with the series tied at 2. First pitch at 7.30. Dallas Mavericks beat Utah last night 103-100. Stars back on the ice tonight at Arizona. Puck drops at 9 o'clock. College football tonight, UTEP at Rice and App State at Coastal Carolina. Thursday night football has the Eagles at the Texans kick at 7:15 on Prime. Vader Women's Basketball Exhibition tonight at the Farrell Center hosting Southwest Baptist. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Temple Wildcats final regular season game tonight hosting Copper's Cove at Wildcat Stadium pregame at 630 on Fox Sports Central Texas.
3: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. It is time and uh...
1: Everybody's headed out to uh, high school football tonight, which is strange since it's a Thursday. But this is what they do uh, before the playoffs, and everybody sort of agrees to play on Thursdays. used to be not quite this prominent, and now it has become a much bigger deal. So kind of all over uh, Central Texas and into the Metroplex, teams are squaring off, and you just heard that game involving uh, Copper's Cove there that Ward was talking about. So we'll kind of pay attention to everything. Uh, Aaron, are you going to do a, a Thursday night scoreboard show? Or do we, uh, or because of Baylor basketball, I guess we can't do that tonight?
2: Yeah, no, we'll do it tomorrow.
1: You do it? Okay. All right. If we have any scores tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we'll have a few people play, and, and then the p- playoffs will uh, we'll start up. All right, game five is tonight, and uh, we'll see if Justin Verlander can break out of what has always been a tough deal and maybe get his first World Series win. And uh, everybody have a great night. Got a big show planned for you tomorrow. Mitch Thompson, Baylor uh, uh,
3: baseball coach, joins us tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for check of Big 12 football on today's